You know, Jeff, uh, since we feel our opinions are so important that we decided to make a podcast and broadcast it to the world, yeah. uh, I feel like maybe we should do more than just inform people about the news and what we think about it. Sure. Uh, how about we help people? You know, that's great. Um, people have stopped asking me for advice. I'm not sure why, huh. um, but I just I just want to give it. So let's yeah, yeah let's do right. this. So let's go uh, let's go to YouTube or yep. no you, Yahoo. Okay, yeah, whatever. Different. We're on the internet. I'm sorry, wrong decade. YouTube or Yahoo. Oh, right, here we typing. are. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's help some people with some health questions. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be so good. So we'll grab some of these questions from Yahoo yeah. Answers. I'm an expert on health things. Excellent, and we'll answer them. Uh, let's see. Question number one: uh, How can you get rid? Of acne and acne scars. Hmm. Uh, so for this, it's important to realize the cause of the acne, which mm-hmm, is your mm-hmm, skin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so you can go to any uh, like craft store and buy. Mm-hmm. It's called an exacto knife. Ooh, yes. And you kind of cut around the edge of your face, and then yes, you can peel yes. the skin off. Voila! No more, no more acne. Yeah. And then just put a little of uh, apple cider vinegar on after that. Yeah. To, you yeah. Know, it's like a. A good tool that I've read about on the internet. And if you want to, they have this thing, this makeup thing called Cover Up too. You can dab a little bit of that on. There you go. Perfect. Um, so people don't notice you, you don't have skin on your face. All right. Um, what kind of doctor should I go to for my knees? Hmm. Uh, there's, only, there's only one answer on this. Yeah. You have to go to a proctologist. Obviously. They're the only one that knows their shit. Right. Well, this guy says he's uh, 23, but he's 6'1". Ooh. Um, so his... His knees are going to be at the same height as a normal person's butthole. Yeah. So I think it's important for him to go to a proctologist because they're used to just yeah. being in that at that High level. level. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. That's good, good, good. Uh, question three. I'm 24 and I have so much guilt and find myself shedding tears at what I've done and didn't do. Is that good? So I found that when you have a shedding problem, mm-hmm. it's best to get one of those um, one of those anti shedding brushes that they oh, sell at the oh, pet yeah, stores. The, the Furminator. That's the a good Furminator. One. Yeah, yeah with just, the really mm-hmm. sharp uh, metal teeth, very close together. Uh huh. You just and you just start combing your eyeballs mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that, and then eventually uh, you'll stop crying. Yes. Or alternatively, you can get a anti shed shampoo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also available at pet stores. So don't, quick I don't dollop. Know the pet stores, you know. Yeah. Quick dollop on the hands, mm-hmm. kind of rub them together, and then just jam it right in your eyeballs, yep, and yep. just wipe wipe those shedding tears out. But just be aware that uh, you're going to have some tears there. It's just getting those tears out right. that were already in there. And so right. You're going to have a whole bunch of tears at first, but then after all those have come out of your eyes, you should be good to go. Okay, should we do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Excellent. All right. Uh, what does it feel like to do anal? I'm so scared to do it in case it hurts. I'm not a troll. I just need to know. You know, in my experience, it doesn't hurt at all. Oh. For the man. Oh. It's the hour. Hello, everyone. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's episode of The Hour... I'm proud to shut down the government, which is the Democrats' fault. Too many cooks? More like too many Democrats. Why would you think we're being racist? Just because we're white and doing racist things, wearing MAGA hats. Rude. Teachers strike a victory for education! Can you make mine with extra measles? Well, your natives are showing. Uh, this is your eel. This is your eel on drugs. China helps you dead shame your neighbors. App ready in about 10 minutes. Hello, Jason. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? I'm fine. We just got that under the wire. <laughs> we did. We just sl- under the wire. Just slid right into base there. <laughs> yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't get that done, we can't do the show. We yeah. can't continue on with the show. We just have to just abort the whole thing. Oof. Mm. I don't like that word. Near does Trump. <laughs> did you know that it's... I saw a meme... That was like, it was a picture of a baby mm-hmm. being on cue or whatever. No, and it was like, this baby was born at 1105. Mm-hmm. At 1104, it was legal to abort it in the state of New York. That is not actually <laughs> true. Not true. Forwards from grandma. I love that subreddit. I haven't seen really? I'm, I'm not a Reddit person, so yeah. I've not really been on it. Uh, yeah, it's good. Well, maybe we should have done our questions from Reddit instead of Yahoo Answers. Next time we can. All right. We should make that a regular segment. Let's do it was that. Fun. That's a great idea. It'd be a nice break in the middle of the show. Yeah, but not to, not today. No, no, no. We got, not now. We got tons to go through. So how was your week? Uh, it was okay. So, um, you know, everything sucks and we're all going to die. That's uh, normal. Yes, as per usual. So we went to Chuck E. Cheese. Ugh, why? With my daughter. She wanted to go. Some kid at school said that he went. And he loved it, and so wait, she wait, wanted to wait. go. You went, and it wasn't like a birthday party? No, we just went for dinner and games. 
So that it's it's different now than how you remember. How long has it been since you've been to Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, 20 years? Yeah, a couple decades, right? It's been at least 20 for me as well. How is so it different? It's different now. So now they have pizza and games and an animatronic Chuck E. Cheese there. That's what they had 20 years ago. I remember it was like a dollar to play any game. Do you remember how expensive the games were? No, we couldn't afford games. Oh, we ouch. only went for the like if someone had a party. Yeah, know, we ate pizza and that was it. And then sat there. Yes, that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. So what, are the games like cheaper? So they give you a little card now, and then oh. you get like a certain number of plays per hour, or you can just say an hour unlimited. And so we got like an hour unlimited games uh-huh. for like thirteen dollars, which is about what we would have spent anyway. Okay. Okay, you okay. just swipe the card and play the game, and it's pretty okay. cool. All right. But the bad part mm-hmm. is when that you're at Chuck E. Cheese. The, besides that, first of all, we got a pizza that was nine dollars, and it was literally like a personal pan. That That's was, gross. That was dumb, and I'm and sure then, it wasn't good. I don't know. I didn't taste it. There wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is uh, when you know you got tickets and stuff as you played the games. Well, the little ticket counter thing that's an automatic ticket counter. Uh-huh. It had a. Um, like a little sound effect and had a speaker right in the front and the sound effect sounded like some fucking gross chewing. What? What? And so if you had like a few hundred tickets, you had to sit there. It was just like... No, it was like... Like that. What? But you had to sit there and listen to it for like 10 minutes while you're feeding all your tickets into the thing. It was awful. It was terrible. That's ridiculous. I hated it. It sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, So Chuck E. Cheese was, in itself, was fine. Okay. Um, But all the other kids there were the worst. So, how was your week? Uh, good and bad, I guess. That's we cool. had uh, we had some snow days. We did. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really snow; it was ice. Right. And uh, so, the day before yesterday, we had ice, and it was pretty bad. And so, we didn't have any school that day. And then, right. And then it rained the rest of the day and kind of melted a lot, but then got really cold and froze again. And so, we didn't have school again today. Right. I think there was more. Uh, less of a problem than they thought would be because like schools yeah. were canceling at like 10, 1030. Yeah. And this morning there was no ice on the roads. Yeah. So I, well, I think a lot of the problems for especially stuff near us was like back roads right. were an issue, whereas main roads weren't, which is surprising to me why my school was closed because mine's not around here. Oh, it's yeah. in more of an urban setting. And so it seems like the urban settings were fine. It was just like the back dirt road kind of places where it was still really icy. Yeah. Uh, so, but they closed it anyway, and I was like, "All right, whatever." I imagine we will be back tomorrow. Does it? Does your school do that thing where they just base it off of another school? There's a few schools in the area near them, and I guess they get together and chat. And oh, okay. Have a little like conference call on what they think they should do. They have a little aim group message going on. <laughs> yeah, it's a group text. Group chat. Yeah, there's like, should we do it? <laughs> Shall uh, we do it? A gif of like someone saying no, <laughs> and another gif of someone like pointing up, like yep. yeah, <laughs> pointing up snowflake, dead sign. <laughs> It's like, oh, better close it. Superintendents are so woke, aren't they? (laughs) Um, Well, since I'm at a charter, it's all through, like, our principals. We don't have a superintendent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Various principals just get together and decide those things. And they do base it on, like, what the public school nearby is doing. Right. So, But the public school near us was open. Is that right? Yeah. But as a charter school, none of – we don't have buses. So, like, everyone has to drive their kid to school. And so they're like, oh, well. That's such a such a difficult thing for schools to – because, you know, people are like, yay, snow day, or, oh, it should be a snow day and it's not. But as a as a teacher, it's a different thing from your perspective. But um, if you're a superintendent and you allow school to happen and then someone dies on the way to class that mm-hmm. day, that's real bad because, yeah. you know, you want your kids to be safe. Exactly. But also, you don't want to call a snow day or an ice day when there is no ice on the road. Yeah. It's like not happening because you, you only get a few per year and then you right. have to make them up. Last year, we had exactly the right amount. Excellent. Actually, I think we had one extra and everyone oh, was just like, eh, whatever. Because one of them, we had one, if we don't have enough of the people coming to school, uh, like we have to have a certain percentage of our students. Otherwise, it counts as like a snow day, basically. Oh, interesting. So like if okay. we don't get like, I don't know, 75% of our students don't show up, it counts as a snow day. Yeah. And right at the end of the school year, I think like the last day of school, like 68% showed up. Oh, <laughs> the last day and they of were, school. they're like, yeah, we're not going to do an extra day for this because like. No one's on. coming. Yeah, no yeah. one's coming. Well, a lot of times they will add like a few minutes on to the rest of the school days, right? Instead uh, of making up a. There's, I've heard some schools do that. Yeah, making up a whole day. Yeah. We did that when I was in school in Virginia. There was like an extra 
like it was built in already. Yeah. And so it built this snowbank, they called it. So when we got this nor'easter off the ocean and had like three weeks off school because of three feet of snow, uh, we didn't have to make any up. They're just like, no, nope, we're good. We got them in the snowbank. We had like 32 days in the snowbank. Yeah. And you know, uh, kids these days, <laughs> they don't know what it's like to wake up and turn on Channel 7 first thing in the morning and then sit there and wait for your, <laughs> wait for your county to come up and then wait for your school system to come up. Mm-hmm. And then watch the said, scroll. Watch the scroll. And then uh, it was like Dexter closed. Chelsea closed. Ann Arbor closed. Not in alphabetical order. Ann Arbor closed. Celine closed. Milan closed. But no Lincoln. Like, what? Why is Lincoln closed? Everyone else is closed. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next thing come up, Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now we got the internet. You just go, like, scroll through. And yeah. It's still it. in bed. Just like, oh, fucking school. Or you get again. a text. That's, that's how I find out. Yeah. I get texts from the school and a voicemail from the school yeah. and a text from my boss too connected as soon world. as I well as soon as I get the first one I just put my phone on like silence mode because, oh yeah because it's also a group text with me and all the other teachers in middle school right and so like then they're like yay and it's like emojis of like happy people and I'm just like I'm trying to fucking sleep it's 5.15 in the morning go to hell yeah go back to sleep you yes. fucks so we should say before we move on that the uh, there are some audio problems with uh-huh. our uh, equipment right now. Yeah, we're recording in the Grand Canyon. So. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of an echo, yep. and we're working on it, but we're we cannot be bothered to re-record what we've already done. Because it's been how many minutes? I don't know, eleven. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, so I'm not. I can't be that. funny twice. I can't be funny once. <laughs> eh, I guess we have time to record. <laughs> Okay, well, if you have some questions or comments about our audio, if you'd like to offer some advice yes. on how to cut down on microphone latency that builds up over time, you can contact us uh, at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can add us at Twitter at thehourpod. Yeah, or like us on Facebook at thehourpod slash Facebook. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> it's facebook.com slash thehourpod. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, cool. Moving on. Moving on. And hopefully we don't have to keep stopping. Yeah, having to stop it and shut, th- shut down your computer and turn it back on. Yeah, it's really throwing off my groove. <laughs> so speaking of shutting down and turning it back on. Well, we haven't turned it back on yet. We haven't? <laughs> the government? No. Oh, that's right. We haven't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's the, tech support said 30 seconds, and it's been 34 days. <laughs> I think it's been long enough. You can yeah, be you sure just, it's shut down. I just wanted to make sure uh, that it was shut down properly. Do any mistakes? Do you know why they tell you to wait five seconds? It's to make sure that you've actually done it <laughs> and not just accidentally thought you did it. <laughs> okay, it's back up. That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so today was day 34. Well, yeah, 34. I think we just passed it a few minutes ago or a few hours ago. Oh, yeah. The 34th day of the shutdown. It's the yeah. longest shutdown in history. So we haven't talked about this. We have not on, on the podcast, and we've I, had a few episodes where we could have. Yeah, uh, like quite a few. Four. Yeah, <laughs> because it's been shut down for over a month now. But uh, we had other things to talk about. Maybe yeah. we thought it wasn't going to continue. Uh, and we've yeah, also been avoiding Trump related uh, issues as yeah, well because so. I don't want to get tired of yeah. talking about Trump. So too late. Yeah, yeah. here it is. Uh, I don't know. Do you feel like it's? Coming to an end soon. Uh, so every everything that that is done in our government, especially with Donald Trump, I feel like is okay. This is the thing that's gonna yeah. like tip us over the edge. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's not it. This is the thing that's yeah. gonna tip us and over so the, the edge. And so the thing that's I like, said that before. Yeah. And this is this the thing that's gonna tip us over the yeah. edge? Probably fucking not. We're he- still here. I mean, for the last like thirty four days, nothing has happened. Yeah. And now the thing that's happening that's happened in the last day or two was the whole state of the union address oh that's so beautiful and i love yeah. nancy pelosi for this uh, and she was like you know until uh we in the shutdown we really should cancel and like plan it for when it's over and trump was like no i'm fucking coming anywhere <laughs> right no we're not gonna do that we're totally gonna do it we're gonna come yeah, you invited but, me already no take backsies but the president can't come onto the house floor without Without permission, he without can, an invitation, like, he right? He can't, uh, so he can like show up, yeah, uh, and he can go on the floor, but he can't speak. Oh, from like the stand, the speaker stand, without permission. Okay, and uh, what are they going to do if he tries to do it? Well, the audio and the video capabilities of the House of Representatives is controlled by the Speaker of the House. Oh, nice. So, so she, she has like a like, button. She, like, <laughs> it's <laughs> one of those big switches, <laughs> and everything goes dark. 
a noise. Yes. And so today there was a vote. Actually, there are two votes. Uh, oh. They had the vote, two options. Option A, a bill with funding for the wall. Sure. Um, and then option B, just basically the same bill that they passed literally with like 99 votes when this whole shutdown started. Right. Uh, that they decided suddenly that's not good enough. Uh, they voted today. Uh, so the GOP's wall bill got 50 votes, which is not enough to override a filibuster. Yeah, filibuster. Um, and the Democratic vote with just the clean bill that literally 99 people has already voted for uh, only got 52 votes. Yikes. And it's it's all so absurd because Mitch McConnell's a piece of shit. Oh, and man. If they wanted to fit in this, the Senate has the power to end this. They can override a veto. Right, but it's a political battle. Yeah. And it's making actual people suffer, which most political battles do make people suffer in the end anyway. Yeah, and many employees and contractors are now having to go to unemployment assistance, food banks, uh, seeking jobs, and then fucking Wilbur Ross comes out today. He's like, well, I don't understand why they need to go to a food bank. Why don't they just get a loan? Yeah. Like, Wilbur, have you ever tried to get a fucking loan? Or are you too busy finding out what the friggin' spider has to say about you? Wilbur. He's some pig. Damn it, Wilbur. Don't you know Wilbur? It's ridiculous. Well, and the, the, the... the funny thing about it is that the Demo- or the Republicans are the ones that are like, oh, we don't need food assistance or employment assistance. They should just get jobs. Well, they fucking have jobs. Yeah. But you won't fucking pay them. Yeah. And and it's also just counterproductive to everything that they care about also because it's making it harder for immigration because the courts aren't able to process the appointments. And the FBI is coming up saying that there's po- uh, possible crimes going on and drugs and terrorism, but they don't have the money to, like, put all the resources in play that they need yeah. to. And it's like, the fuck is wrong with you? Now, here's, here's I'll, I'll ask a, a counterpoint question. Do you think that maybe the Democrats are uh, almost happy with this shutdown because they think it looks Trump and the Republicans look really bad? Um, I don't think I would say happy. They definitely have a principle that they are holding to and luckily are like keeping a firm spine on because if you give in, yeah, then every single time somebody wants something, this is all they have to do. When I need to stand up to somebody, often I will keep a firm spine on. I'll just, <laughs> I couldn't I'll think just, of the words that I wanted. Because I, I, like, I have several spines. Yeah. I have like my, you go my through soft the, spine. Yeah, you just you know, go through the, the uh, mid-level. The uh, closet. Shing, shing, yeah, I've got like a sleep number spine. Spines. And I'm like, okay, this is a 58. And I, I put it on. <laughs> well, usually the Democrats are just like, no, we're going to do it. Okay, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. And right. this time they're actually holding to it. And yeah, they're saying, well, no, this is not going to happen, reopen the government, and then we will, in normal ways, go through the process of determining whether or not we're not going to give you this wall. Yeah. So 54% of the voters blame Trump and Uh Republicans, and 35% of them blame Democrats, but I believe that's the 35% that's all going to vote for Trump Exactly. anyway. Yep. So we don't need them. The same one. Fuck them. Yeah, Trump is at his all-time low on his approval rating. Uh, It's dipped down... Even people who usually support him and people who voted for him are saying, no, this is not right. Like 43% of people agree with the idea of the wall. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, wall's good. But 77% of people say it's not worth a shutdown. <sighs> like, this is all well and good, but, you know, it's a dumb idea. And the whole idea, so the the whole thing that's now coming up since the, the two bills didn't pass today is the idea that the president can just issue a state of emergency. It's a state of emergency, and I can take the $7 billion that I found and build this wall. Uh, And so that's what they're talking about right now, except it's kind of hard to say it's a state of emergency when you've had control of all three branches of government for literally two years and you waited until five minutes before the end and decided, oh, I need to get this wall. Yeah. So here's the thing about the wall, and this is crazy. I know it's crazy, but it's it's a horrible idea. It's a terrible waste of money. It's very anti-humanitarian, but... If they want to build a wall, I don't really care that they're building a wall. I think it's it's shitty that we won't let people in our country if they're suffering. But at the same time, like, I, I, I don't know. Build it. I don't care. But don't spend that much money on it. Uh, but I know you have to spend money on it. I'm well, just saying. It's, 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 it's going to cost way more than the $5 billion he's asking for. We're talking is, yeah. billions and billions over years and years and years. Oh, of course. And it's never going to be finished. And, you know, it's funny. As on the weekend, 
I had some time where I was like grading and doing all that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. I had a whole bunch of back Anthony Bourdain episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, from his final season. I've not been able to watch them. Ugh. I can't do it. Like ever or just like recently? Uh, well, since his suicide. Okay. Yeah. But I I can't watch them since then. And I maybe I'll, I'll be able to eventually. So but. there's one where he goes to West Texas, uh-huh. like right on the border, West Texas, like Big Ben National. Natural National Park, mm-hmm. uh, and he's talking to the people who live there, like literally on the border. Right, and they're ranchers and they're farmers, and like they're like five hours away from everything, uh, and they're talking about. It. And so he's asking them about the wall, right, and the idea of the wall. And they're down there, and they're like, "He's not building the fucking wall down here. <laughs> you know, we need to get across the border. Our cow, and we've got business over there, and our neighbors are over there, and you know, we need that. We can't do that." And I was like, "Huh." That's really interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and then actually the guy cracked me up because he looked like this, basically looked like a pirate cowboy. Like he had a big old cowboy hat and I'm pretty sure he had a patch and this huge fucking mustache that like, you know, the handlebar kind of thing comes oh, around yeah. the side of his mouth. Uh, and he was talking to him and Anthony said something like, you know, it's interesting when I'm down here, like y'all speak a little bit of Spanish. And he goes, yep, we all, you know, it's it's about respect. You know, when we're doing business with these people, we speak a little bit of their language to show them respect. They speak a little bit of our language to show us respect, too. And I don't know what's wrong with Americans. They get all butthurt about speaking Spanish. And I was like, <laughs> all right, pirate cowboy just said butthurt. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously has the internet he does. down on the border. Um, but what I was saying was uh, about the, the wall, it's not the worst idea that he's ever had uh it's real bad and it's too expensive but it's not like it's not to the detriment yeah. of our country like other things the problem is that nobody literally nobody wants this thing no it's except not him and his supporters because he promised that he'd do it and so now he's in this situation where he promised a thing and i'm the great deal maker i can make all these things happen we're totally gonna build a wall it's gonna be made of gold and 1800 feet tall and we're gonna have big middle fingers sticking out all the mexicans be great. Uh, and now he can't do any of that and he looks like a dumbass. Yeah. There's a segment on NPR, uh, Morning Edition. Uh, it's called Ask Koki. And uh, I, Koki Roberts, I think she's great, but she talks about the, a lot of times she goes into the history of things uh-huh. and she talks about like the first government shutdown. And mm-hmm. um, I recommend listening to it. It's pretty, pretty okay. interesting to cool. hear how long government shutdowns have gone on and the, you know, the longest one and then why they happen and then how often they just don't fucking work. Yeah. It's like they never work. Yeah. Never. Like never ever. And so part of this is also maybe spurring on some changes to the way we do things. There's been, you know, there's been bills bubbling around Congress for years and years, but now with this one, it's giving some people some motivation to do something. And so you've got a few that have like Rand Paul, Last week, reintroduced uh, his proposal where he said, if there's if there's no budget, uh, then it would institute an across the board 1% funding cut. And we cut it 1% every 90 days that there was an agreement. Like, okay. Okay. Rand Paul is libertarian. He doesn't mm-hmm. want any kind of budget. He doesn't no. want any kind of wall. Yeah. Or like government roads or whatever. Well, he's you know what really bothers me know, about – you know what really bothers me about Rand Paul? Uh, his got pubes a, here? He's got a, a last name for a first name and a first name for a last name. I fucking <laughs> hate it. Rand Paul. His name should be Paul Rand. Let's just fix it. Can All we right. fix it now? There you go. Paul Rand. That's All his right. name now. Sold. Uh, and then uh, Democrat Mark Warner of Virginia introduced a bill called the uh, Stop Shutdowns Transferring Unnecessary Pain and Inflicting Damage in the Coming Years Act. <laughs> or <laughs> the Stop Stupidity Act. See, that's a solid name. That's Mark a solid Warner. Name. Mark, first name, yeah. Warner, last name. First yeah. name, last name. Uh, so his bill is that if there's a funding lapse, like what's going on right now, uh, it would reinstitute funding levels from the previous fiscal year. So Makes whatever we have before, me. we're just going to do that. However, until there's an actual agreement, Congress and the president don't get paid. Okay, so uh, I heard something about this, mm-hmm. and the um, the counterpoint to the president and the um, Congress doesn't get paid are there are a lot of really rich congressmen, and the president is usually rich. That's uh-huh. just how it happens, um, unfortunately. And so um, it would just hurt some less there, rich, Yeah, there are some, um, like some congressmen that don't have – they mm-hmm. actually live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So imagine someone like Mitch McConnell standing over someone like uh, AOC and saying – uh, that's what he sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. By the way, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, 
AOC. Mm-hmm. She's in she's in in league with RGB, mm-hmm. FDR, JFK, all these wonderful like three uh, three letter oh, abbreviations. I know you're not uh, you're not on Twitter anymore, right? Uh, I mean, I don't look at it. Okay, I follow her. Uh-huh. She is fantastic on Twitter. Yeah, uh, someone did something and it was, you know blatantly false, and so she, like she tweeted out like how blatantly false it was, and at the end was like, "Here's four Geppettos for such a false." statement that you just made and it was like four little white guy faces at the bottom <laughs> nice. i was like get it <laughs> get it girl no she's great i love her yeah i as a freshman congressman she is yeah. really just she's tearing waves. it up yeah, yeah and she's she really definitely is. making people notice her she's too young to run for president though so well be for now she is so maybe in a six six more years seven more okay. years i think yeah. she's like 27 28 somewhere around there we can get through two uh uh two terms mm. with um whoever Who's going to do it? Well, there's lots of people now. Lots, lots of people. Lots of people running. Yeah. We have nine candidates already running for the Democratic oh, side. Oh, it's too early. It's uh, <laughs> way too early. Well, some of these are going to go real quick. Like Peter Butt Buttgeig? Buttgeig? <laughs> Buttgeig? Is his name Peter, Peter Buttgeig? <laughs> Buttigeig. I'm the ass man, he says. <laughs> Look, I'm 37. I'm from South Bend. Go, no dame. Uh, <laughs> I wrote an essay in 2016 on how the Democratic... Uh, people can recover from the bullshit we just went through. Okay. Yeah. And apparently he's from New Jersey, actually. I don't know if that's from. I don't know. How, how do they speak in South Bend? South Bend? Yeah. Pretty much like this. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so he's like the mayor down there and like he's running apparently. I didn't know until I looked this oh, up okay. that he was running. Yeah. And then I didn't know who he was. I was like, who the fuck is that? Peter Butt Guy. Peter Butt Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Butt Guy. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, he's running in uh, Julian Castro. Who uh-huh. was the former secretary of urban development or housing and urban development? Uh-huh. Mayor uh huh. of San Antonio. Yeah, he was mayor of San Antonio, and then Obama was like, "Hey, hey, uh, Julian, why don't you come up and uh, do HUD?" My my voice there on Obama just got really really that, bad. That like was, it was bad to start. It was with. actually pretty good though. I liked it. Hey. <laughs> and then Julian Castro was like, "Sure." <laughs> I don't know what they sound like in San Antonio, but yeah. uh, have you ever been to San Antonio? I've never been to Texas except when I was like, you know, before I could remember. Oh, lucky. <laughs> San Antonio is pretty nice, though. That's not by accident. Yeah. It's, uh, it's okay. It's like, so uh, the whole downtown area uh-huh. is, and by the way, the Alamo is like downtown. Right downtown. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's like a sidewalk that leads to it. And it's across the street from a... Um, like a wax museum and a hard rock cafe. Okay. Like Madame Tussauds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the rest of the downtown looks like it got stuck in the 1980s. It, it's it's so weird. We stayed in a hotel. This was a long time ago. We stayed in a hotel that used to be a, an old county jail. <laughs> um, and still had the, like the, you could still, the bars weren't on the windows, but they cut them off. You could still see like the, now it's the a bars hojo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it it's still a, the 80s. Yeah. It was a, I think a Best Western or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. But anyway, uh, at San Antonio was great. I didn't feel yeah. unsafe at all. So you know, I guess kudos uh, to him. some of the some of the stuff here is that he probably, if Beto decides to get in the race, it it's going to draw support away from him, right? Because you know, oh, the other Texas oh yeah, guy. another so, San Antonio guy. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I also noticed I spelled San Antonio wrong on the uh, the show notes here. That as a <laughs> San Antonia. See San Antonia. It's the female San Antonio. Uh, John Delaney. From uh-huh. Maryland. He's a former okay. representative He's the comedian, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, that's John Mulaney. I'm oh, sorry. sorry, sorry My bad. Sorry. Um, I guess he's like already in Iowa. He's visited like every county in Iowa. I don't really know much about him. He's supposed to be very bipartisan. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that's good or bad in these times. Okay. Like, I don't know. I guess part of the argument is that he can like grab those Trump voters <laughs> But then he's going to turn off the Bernie Bros. Okay, so, I don't know. But the Bernie Bros have they have Tulsi Gabbard. Uh huh. I am not a fan of her at all. Okay. Um, she's thirty-seven. She's from Hawaii. The Bernie Bros love her. She was like in. She was like the deputy chairman of the DNC, but she resigned because of what they did to Bernie. Uh, but she has some questionable relations with like Russia and oh. Syria. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. Even if it's questionable, I don't even want to deal yeah. with it. Like she met with Bashar al-Assad <sighs> and, you know, wants us to get out of Syria and stop helping them not get gassed by Bashar al-Assad. How did Bernie get bros, by the way? <laughs> Bernie bros? It's because it's the pot guys. He's going to legalize pot. Oh, okay. Oh. So that's fine. All the states are legalizing it. It's yeah. fine. 
But then they're, you know, Hillary sucks. Yeah. Because they're also like douchebags. Right. So then there's, uh, anyway. what, Kirsten Gillibrand? Yes. So she's the former, or she's the senator from New York. I guess she's like Hillary without baggage. Uh, are we sure? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she was a bit conservative in some of her voting because she came from a very conservative district. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You know, she has very good you know, name recognition. She's like one of the senators that you've heard a lot about. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, the most recent one, though, is Kamala Harris. So she's a senator from California. She was elected in 2016, very anti-Trump. In her first 24 hours after announcing, she raised $1.5 million in small donations, yeah. like Bernie Sanders said. Oh, yeah. Um, some people are critical of her history as a prosecutor and okay. her like, oh, yeah, yeah. criminal justice mm-hmm. stances. But I don't know if I think that's as big of a deal because time – like. You can't look at someone's whole career and hold them now to something that they did 20 years ago necessarily when positions were different. Like when you're in that environment, it's like, you know, people giving Hillary a hard time that in the 90s she wasn't like pro-gay marriage. Like nobody politically was pro-gay marriage at the time because politically it wasn't a thing. And and very few people – Yeah. So like (laughs) very few people uh, were. He was definitely like on the fringe. Right. So, you know, having – if she had I, – I haven't looked too much into her. Uh, so I'm not like a hard pass or anything on her. I right. just – I have problems with how we talk about people. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> was, was that all? Yes. I problems with how we talk about people and then that's it. We're not yeah, going to talk about them. Okay. I'll come back to it. <laughs> so uh, Richard Ojeda? Ojeda? Ojeda. Ojeda. Yep. He's from uh, West Virginia. Yeah. He lost in a pro-Trump district. Okay, so he's out. Yeah, Done. I feel like that's not going to be good. No. Nope. Uh, we have Elizabeth Warren, of course, nah. well-known. Uh, I want a younger president. On. I don't want another 70-year-old president. That was as – so as I was doing this, I put all the ages there yeah. on there. And then I hit that one. I was like, ooh, she yeah. is so much older than the others. And for a second, I was like, oh, maybe not. So there's old but, with old and experienced, and there's also old and out of touch. And I'm not saying that Elizabeth Warren is out of touch, but also, like, I don't want my – grandma running running the the country we all know grandparents are nuts uh, but given the the list here that we've gone she's probably like in my top one and or two sure on there she's like she's she's basically like bernie sanders but maybe a little more socially aware hopefully yeah. uh, like she seems to be able to craft a message a little bit better without sounding like out of touch without sounding sounding old man ranty yeah like there here's, were f- here's what we're gonna do here's yeah. what we're gonna do there were f- we're gonna we're gonna take from the rich and give to the poor thank you robin hood uh <laughs> no but there was a few times during the 2016 primaries where you know i was a sanders supporter yeah uh and as soon as he lost i immediately supported hillary uh, but there were a few times like during the campaign before he lost the nomination where something would come up and he just wouldn't even talk about it. He would just go with the same talking point. It's like, no, this is an issue we need to talk about. Right. Uh, you know, it's like an international, I don't even remember what it was, like some sort of international thing. And he just like would pivot right back to income inequality. And I'm like, yeah, but you need to answer this question. Yeah. So we're going to look back at and Bernie Sanders as we're doing now, but even more so when hopefully in, you know, 20, 30 years and say, okay, that we, he was going to take the country in the right direction. That it should have been going in the first place, yeah. and he would have gotten us there sooner. But I'm glad we're here now. But yeah. let's just worship Bernie Sanders. Yeah, and then he's, the, and he's not flip flop positions. He's always felt this way. He's yeah. always been. He's a been guy. very very consistent about yeah. these things, and yeah. you know that's great. And I feel like, like I said, I feel like Elizabeth Warren is very similar in that, like she's been very on message about like corporations and big banks yeah. and corporations screwing people over. Did she used to be Republican? Uh, I don't believe so. Mm. I don't think she, I mean, she wasn't in politics until like 2011. Yeah. Before that, she was a Harvard professor. Okay. So, uh, and then the last one is Andrew Yang. He's a former tech executive. He has like his big issue is universal basic income and his idea that everyone should have at least $1,000 a month coming from the government. Okay. I I get it. It's coming. It's going to have to happen. It's a tech, but he's a tech executive. Yeah, no, he's a... I I think he has zero chance on this one. I don't want another millionaire president. Although they're all millionaires, I'm sure, except for... Well, Kirsten Gillibrand is now. Yeah, <laughs> she sure. was maybe before. I don't know. Maybe Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. <laughs> Pete, Peter Buttigieg. Uh, the one thing. All right. So the one thing that kind of spurred me to do this segment was that I'm already seeing some people 
taking these ridiculous positions yeah. uh, on some of these candidates. Right. And they're already starting to say the only person who can beat Trump is this one person that they already yeah, like. They talk about and, electability. I yeah, hate it. It's like, okay, these people literally just announced we have not had any campaigning yet. You have zero, zero evidence behind you on this one. So here's the thing, though. But we, before they were camp, I mean, a lot of these people were have been campaigning their whole lives for president. Oh yeah, absolutely. But before we are, uh, before they say I'm running for president, their their actions and their words are important because they yeah. might change things and say whatever they want to say to get elected president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, Elizabeth Warren was Republican. Was she? Oh, interesting. Um, and this is from ABC News. Uh, and she says, I was a Republican because I thought that those were the people who best supported markets. I think that is not true anymore. Oh. And I think that's probably a good Republican yeah. position. And actually, if Republicans would support markets and make us more profitable and stop worrying about all the fucking social shit, yeah. it would be Well, fine. the social shit is how they win because the market right. shit fucks most people over. Right. Uh, and if you go with that, you're not going to have the base that you need. So you need the people who like guns and hate non-white yeah. whatevers. Uh, there, there are people that vote Republican only because of the abortion issue. Yeah. And that's and the only – and I, I get that because they think you're killing babies. So I understand that. Except that it's not going to change. <laughs> right. And nothing that they're doing is going to change. Therefore, they're hurting more people and saving zero people. And therefore, the moral calculus on that ethically – they're making an unethical choice because their choice is not saving anyone and harming more people. Therefore, it's an unethical choice. Right. Well, so, and then, and then they say stuff like, it's a bad day for uh, – they're, they're doing this in New York. This is a bad day for our country. Uh, it's a bad day for New York. Can we not talk about <laughs> like national politics when it's a local thing? Because that's yeah. what Republicans say they want anyway is local politics. Yeah. All and, right. Anyway. And it's not even what they think it is. I don't even know so, what, what digress means, but I yeah. want to stop talking about it. Well, they just, you know, they put on their dumb hats and uh, yeah. just act a fool. Okay, so everyone knows about this. The kids with the MAGA hats um, and the one kid specifically standing really close to that Native yeah. American. So here, let me ask you this before we go into this. Have yeah. you watched the video? I have not watched the whole video. Okay. But I understand there's much more to this story than okay. originally we thought. I didn't watch the video either until I did the research on this so that we could do it for the podcast. Yeah. In fact, I think I texted you as I was doing this. I was like, you know, I had to watch the fucking video for this. Right. Uh, and I did find out that there's a lot more involved in what's going on than this one clip of that douchey little punk you know, staring down yeah. the Native American guy. But either way, he's a douche little punk, right? He's no wearing what a, happened. I mean, he's like 15 wearing a Trump hat. Right. He's going to be a douche little punk. Yeah. It's impossible not to be. Right. Uh, so what was going on is there was basically like three competing protests, perhaps, uh -huh. um, going on near the Lincoln Memorial. You had, it was Indigenous People's March. Uh-huh. And that's what, you know, the guy, the Native American from the video, he, that's why he was there. And so he was there doing his thing, uh, and he was not initially involved with these kids from Covington Catholic School. They were there for an anti-abortion march. Okay. So, come on, kids. Let's go to Washington and oh, – fuck you. Again, again, if you think you're killing babies. Sure. Sure. Uh, that's the thing. Like, uh, I don't disagree with their sentiment. I, I personally would prefer there, there be less abortions as well. Right. But I think there's better ways to do that than making them out illegal. Absolutely. Like, I don't think maybe, anyone's just going out yeah. and, like, you know, that's, getting and, an abortion. Well, there's the problem. Like, I think get this fucking baby out of me. I'm tired of it. Oh, well, I think that's the idea that people have about it. Like, if you're doing this, one, you're you're pro-death. Right. Two, you're just doing it as birth control. Like, you I'm just fucking everyone and I'm not using any protection. I'll just have it sucked out of me with a Dyson. Like, <laughs> it never they, loses they do not. <laughs> <laughs> they never like they don't humanize these people and understand that this is like a terrible choice that they're having to go through and that they're going to have to stress and worry about it and think about right. it and like you know they don't do any of that they just like turn them into these like cardboard villain characters and right. it's absurd so back to the march so they're there the native indigenous peoples march is going on uh, and in between them is this group called the black hebrew israelites uh, what uh, the black hebrew israelites okay um the so the the Native American uh, his name was Nathan Phillips he's also a Vietnam War vet apparently uh -huh. I heard he's from Ipsy so uh, I don't know if that's true I saw something I don't but, know if he's from Ipsy but he was in Ipsy in 2016 okay and someone that was they were uh, doing a protest or something and someone told him to go back to the reservation nice in Ypsilanti Michigan nice. in 2016 
Doesn't surprise me. Not at all. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Mr. Phillips, when he was talking to interviewers, he said that the the guys from the Black Hebrew Israelites reminded him of the um, Westboro Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically the, in the video, if you've watched like kind of – there's like so many of the videos – these guys are out there and they've got like their megaphone and their signs and they start kind of taunting these boys. Okay. And so then these boys start taunting back. Uh-huh. Um, and so then Mr. Phillips decides he wants to kind of like diffuse the situation and kind of like he's, you know, doing his drum sure. and doing his thing. And so he just kind of starts walking in between the two groups. Okay. Uh, and he said, you know, as I was doing that, you know, the boys kind of started going back. So I just kind of kept going that way to kind of push them apart. Right. Uh, and then he's like, you know, and then my goal was I was going to go up the steps, get to the top, finish my prayer there, and then go home. Right. And so he's doing that. And then this guy decides, uh, this kid, Nick Sandman, who was a junior, uh, decides he's going to stand in the way. And in the interview with him, he said that he was going to, like, he was also diffusing the situation and showing that he wasn't afraid and he wasn't angry. And that's why he was smiling. Uh and he wishes that he just would have walked away instead. If you wear that hat. Exactly. There's a problem. If you're wearing like, that hat, everything that you do and say and every look you have on you your face say. comes through the, the, the filter of that hat. Yeah. Because that hat has so many – I mean, Trump, like his favorite president is Andrew Jackson. Yeah, and by the way, I can't even wear a red hat in public anymore. Like, what oh. if I wanted to wear a red hat, like a St. Louis Cardinals hat, right? Yeah, nope. And then from the back, it's like red, and then they don't know it's a baseball hat. And then yeah, like, I got a look on my face, and they're like, oh, it's... Yeah, it's douchey McDouchey. Cardinals, not... Yeah. yeah. There's that. Even if you're standing there saying nothing, your hat is saying a lot. Right. And it's promoting a person who is very hostile right. toward people like Mr. Phillips. Right. And so, regardless of what you say, the—I mean—you're there for that reason. You're wearing that hat. You were standing in front of someone else. Everyone else is kind of taunting. They were also doing the um, what do they call it? The um, tomahawk. The tomahawk, tomahawk chop. chop. Oh, oh no! Yeah. So, like you can see, like when they pan out, like the whole back of the group is doing that, <sighs> and it's just—it's just ridiculous to say that. You know, oh, no, it was just whatever. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you, you got some regrets now because it's become a big thing. It's gone viral and you become kind of a villain to a lot of people. Right. So, when, and not to not to bring up sports or anything, but I, I did watch the um, part of the uh, Redskins game, mm. uh, Redskins versus the Patriots, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Redskins, their fans still do the Tomahawk. Uh-huh. Uh, well, so do the I mean, the Braves. Yeah, they still that do happens, it too. Yeah. Uh, down there. And then the, I can't remember. There's one in Florida too. The Seminoles. Uses, yeah. yeah. Uh, Real and, great. And the other problem is like the school has not been, I mean, there's been problems with the school in the past. Like just last year they haven't, they had an openly gay valedictorian. And amazingly, they didn't let him do a speech. Oh. Weird. Just, they don't know why. He's like, I'm not sure why. But. Is his name really Christian Bales? <laughs> it is Christian Bales. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple Bales, not just uh, one Bale. And they're Christian Bales. Not, not <laughs> right. Heathen Bales. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he didn't get to do his speech. And, you know, when he said he saw what was going on, he said, yeah, that seems that seems about right. Uh, and then also there's video of kids from that school in blackface at Sporting games, okay. taunting black players from yeah. other teams, and they just say, "Oh, it, we're just, it's just school spirit." Yeah, so they have, have yeah a whiteout day and a blue, they have out, a blue day. out day, and then the, because the colors are white and blue, uh-huh. and then they just had a blackout day uh-huh. and pictures of these kids. Uh, they're like, "Oh, it wasn't racist; it's just school spirit." Like, no, you drew lips and like you yeah. had, you were in blackface. There's the problem. Yeah, if it was just like they had all black, like there was literally just like black. But when you draw the white lips and the white eyes, like yeah. in that stereotypical um, blackface method, then yeah, you're gonna say more than just what you're doing was school spirit, right? Like, and by the way, uh-huh. uh, the White House General Counsel Pat Cipollone is a 1984 graduate of Covington Catholic <laughs> High School. No surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ridiculous yeah it is ridiculous That's i'd really i'd like to just after all this i'd like to just take a day off of work yeah you know that would be nice like a federal worker yeah like yeah that would be nice what i heard is the it's, it's not really a shutdown it's more of a strike <laughs> they're on strike 
We're just forcing them to strike. Yeah. And we're now pairing them. So, Good there news. is a seven-day strike. It's over. 35,000 LA teachers. Yep, it's, it's over done. now. Yep. It's over. It was a seven-day. It's yeah. over. Uh, they did one week. <laughs> uh, and earlier this week, they announced that they come to an agreement. I, I didn't follow up to see, because I did the show notes before this, but they said Wednesday they were supposed to formally accept the new contract, uh, which, as far as I know, they did. Um, but yeah, it's it was the first strike in L.A. school district in 30 years. Wow. wow. Uh, L.A. school district is the second largest in the country and has over half a million students. What's the first largest? Is it New York, uh, New York or Chicago? I think, I think it's New York. Okay. I, I didn't look that up. I yeah. should have should have done that. Fuck, but, Jason. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's also, it was the eighth walkout over the past year of different school districts from places all over the country, Colorado, West Virginia, Oklahoma. So some of these states without unions or without um, a history of this kind of like organized protest thing. Yeah. Uh, and they've been winning a lot of these walkouts, which Good. is great. Uh, and so this agreement is fantastic for the, the district. The teachers got a 6% pay increase. So 3% for last year, a retroactive, and then 3% for this year, which means now they're making like $35,000 a year. Okay. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> the, the district vowed to reduce middle school and high school classes. Uh, class size was up to 42. Fuck. And they're going to reduce them down to 38. By? By 2021. Okay. okay I, so I, that means they have to hire more teachers, right? Or they have to start killing students. <laughs> they definitely Although, are going to have to hire more teachers. They might just kill each other, <laughs> and that would be uh, convenient. Uh, the national average for class sizes is 27. And so they're already like 15 above that. And people, I think, they, they don't think about They go, oh, well, you know, they're just sitting in class, whatever. The time... Just to, like, take attendance with 47 versus 27. Yeah, take the whole hour. The time to grade an assignment. Oof, so yeah. I, I was talking to someone about this, and I said, all right, if I had 47 students in each one of my classes, I would have, like, 271 students. And if it took me one minute to grade an assignment, which it never takes one minute, mm-hmm. but if it only took me one minute to grade an assignment, that would be four and a half hours of grading. Per assignment. And I have to do at least one assignment per week. So that's four and a half hours. However, if it was like an essay and it only took me like five minutes to do an assignment, which again, it's taking me more than five minutes, it would take me 22 and a half hours to grade that one assignment. Yeah. It's outrageous. Well, I'm glad this strike is over. Uh, The school board also is going to ask for a cap on charter schools, which is impressive because the school board is very pro-charter school. And conservative, apparently. Oh, yeah. uh, so that's big news. They got $403 million in new spending uh, because they're 41st in per pupil spending in the country, which is crazy because in the 70s they were in the top 10. Yeah, it's crazy so for the, Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, they're getting a full-time nurse and a full-time librarian in every single school by 2020. Did they not have full-time librarians in the schools? No. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's like they, the cuts, the cuts, man. Yeah. Uh, they're also going to create 30 community schools that would have local control. Uh, and public funding, and they're going to develop a plan to reduce the number of assessments in half, so less tests. And, yeah, this is just all-around great news. It's fantastic. Uh, I heard that there's another strike possibly coming from Denver schools. I heard that too, yeah. yeah. Um, So we'll see what happens there. Hey, it works. Yeah, and, you know, we need to do better with education. Definitely. Like, Uh, get it together. I mean, part of the problem is they use uh, property tax to fund things. And so like areas in Los Angeles, for example, may have areas with really low property. Right. Like Detroit, same thing. But also they have areas with really high property taxes. And so you get these schools that are like miles apart and one is a fucking dump and the other is the the Taj Mahal. (laughs) And that makes no sense. None. All All the schools should be the same. Yes. And maybe with a school nurse, they can make sure they're getting those vaccines. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, you know Portland why? Portland could use that. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> they all got fucking measles in Portland because dum-dums aren't vaccinating their children. You know, when we had our daughter, uh-huh. we were like, so when can she get the, the measles shot? Because, like, we don't want any of that. Right. And they're like, you have to wait to a year. And we're like, are you sure? And she's like, all right, fine. Yes, you have to wait for a year. But I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> like, we just 
want to get it done because it was also, I think, whooping cough and there was that going around our area at the right. time. And I was yeah. like, great. I don't want, I don't need like a newborn with fucking whooping cough. Because I remember there was some measles around here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so 2018 was the second worst year for measles since 2000. There were 349 cases. The worst year was 2014. There were 667 cases. And most of this is coming from unvaccinated people. Uh, right. Because, you know, vaccines aren't 100%, but they are like 90%. Sure. Um, or 95%, actually, I think, for the MMR. Uh, but if you're uninfected, like, if or un- unvaccinated, like 90% of unimmunized people can will get the the virus because it's like right really aggressive yeah i guess it's very um, measly yeah and so in washington for example <laughs> so we we have uh, by the way we have a lot of these words uh that come from diseases like measly like one like one measly scent right <laughs> or wow this chair is really rickety it has rickets <laughs> it's it's so weird um yeah so that sucks yeah uh nice <laughs> One percent of kids were exempted from vaccinations in Washington, where this big outbreak is going on. Uh, only one percent of the people who were exempted were for medical reasons. The rest right. got religious or philosophical exemptions. Okay. Uh, and this is a danger to people who can't get vaccinated, like babies right. or people who have already compromised immune systems, mm-hmm. or like you know people who are getting like chemo and shit like that, that has zero immunity. And now they have to worry about getting fucking measles. Right. Uh, the World Health Organization has said that anti-vaccination movements are among the 10 threats to global health this year. Well, the problem is if you have measles, okay, that sucks. Uh, if you didn't vaccinate, that sucks even worse. It's your fault that your kid has measles. Mm-hmm. But don't take them out in public. Don't yeah. take your measly ass kid. <laughs> <laughs> out in public like uh, I saw one where um, somebody took their kid to a movie theater and like 10 other people got measles from just from that experience of being near that measly kid yeah it's very contagious yeah and one in a thousand people will die from the measles in fact before like vaccination became like very very big in the 80s measles killed 2.6 million people a year that's a lot of people a- and it's still killing over 100,000 people a year it's a lot like Get your fucking kids vaccinated. Right. And especially in a world where it's easier to travel. And yeah. it's, it's, uh, we have a lot of people from other countries where I work. And if they don't, aren't vaccinated, they, you know, they go back and forth back yeah. home. Of course they do. And if they come back with measles and then I get it and I give it to my kid and then that's real bad, but yeah. I'm vaccinated and so yeah. is my kid. So yeah. it's fine. But these people that are getting it, are they vaccinated? No. So are no. us vaccinated people already the most people who are getting it are not vaccinated there's right. a small amount where the vaccine you know just for whatever reason didn't work right um because it's not 100 percent effective it's you know but most people who get the vaccine are not getting it it's just the people who are not um getting the vaccine right so isn't this a sort of like that's not our problem it's the, their problem because they're not vaccinating their kids i mean that sucks uh, for those kids yeah i mean to yes to an extent yes <laughs> it is their problem and you know, Survival of the fittest. That's a very uh, Republican viewpoint. Yeah. Not my problem. It's your kids. Uh, I don't until care if you, they starve and die of measles. Yeah, until you, like, you know, have a kid who can't get the thing or, you know. Can't get a thing. Yeah. Get, it's get very the, descriptive. Get the vaccine. <laughs> <sighs> you jackass. <laughs> okay. I am a jackass. We've accepted that. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> But if you get the vaccine, you're covered, you should be safe, and there's no reason not to because literally there's nothing that's going to right. be worse than fucking measles and well, chance yeah. at death. Yeah, like for Ebola's no bad too, but there's reason. no vaccine. But you say get it covered. We got to get covered. You know what else has to get covered? What? Apparently some murals at Notre Dame University. Oh, no, really? Yeah, so there's these murals that – so what happened is – they painted these murals at the university uh, because it was a time where Catholics were kind of being persecuted. Okay. And so the they used well-known Catholics like Columbus. Oh. And so they painted some murals. And unfortunately, the murals depict Native Americans in more of a submissive uh-huh. stance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and so people uh, in 2017, 300 students, alumni, and employees signed a letter to the campus newspaper that called for the removal of the murals. And so 12 murals that were created in the 1880s oh. uh, are going to be covered up 
uh, by curtains. They're going to put some curtains. They've taken some pictures of the murals, and they're going to put them on display in a permanent exhibit with, like, a little thing explaining the context so that you can understand the situation. That seems like a lot of work. Just put the fucking thing there and say, here's the context for these murals. This is why they're painted. This is why they may be offensive now. Yeah, this is our our uh, whiteness coming through. I think because it it's like yeah, if you see it, because we've seen stuff like this our whole lives. Mm-hmm. But if you see that and you're like, oh okay, yeah, that's I I don't see that and see that depiction of Native Americans as damaging to Native Americans, but it definitely is, and I don't I see mean, it as damaging because I'm white and I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But if the Native Americans are saying, yeah, that's pretty damaging to our people and our culture, yeah, you should take that down and do something about it, then, yeah, we should definitely do something well, about it. Well, here's the problem. If you take it down, then it's gone. And you can't have that conversation of, oh, look, this is how we used to do it, and this is why it's still a problem today, uh, because people still think this way. Yeah, but I don't, don't. I don't go up and murder a guy to show someone else not to murder people. Well, none of these <laughs> none of these images are murder. It's not like I mean, yeah, but it's I'm not just saying it's, it's on, another um, it's another offense toward another person. It's you know they're in a submissive stance. Right. So okay, so you don't go out and you don't like uh, bulldoze a park to tell people not to bulldoze parks. Is what I'm saying. I don't know what point you're making. <laughs> I make I'm, the point I'm making is I don't have to see Native Americans being uh, subjugated and shown in a negative light to know that that happens. Uh, so we should. But just here's take the thing: if all those things are gone, then you are not going to hear about it. Right, and that's so good. Then, Why no, should it's we not hear good. about it? Because then, if you don't know where your history came from, you don't know why Native Americans still today are being mistreated and put in a submissive position. That's why they the, make books and why we go to school. And nobody learns it. I, well, I can tell you firsthand as I teach it. Yeah, so then let's learn it. They don't want to so learn it. So then let's learn it. They, no, no, no. See, you're missing <laughs> the point here. I can teach it all I want. Uh-huh. They don't give a fucking shit. They so, don't learn it. They don't remember it. Do you know how many people are failing my class because they just don't do the work? If they don't care, then they're not going to care about the mural either. They're not going to learn anything from the mural. But then at least it's there and they're going to see, oh, wait, this happened at one point. Right. So that's, if they, that'll teach them their lesson. So if you just cover it up, uh, we'll just paint it blue. Or gold, or we'll just put a football player there, and then the conversation never takes place. So they're like, uh, they they have constant cleanup crews of like MAGA hats and and people like, oh, that that convinced me, and they throw off their hat and they stomp it into the gutter, and like well, the guy has to come sweep it. I don't think you're changing those people's mind, exactly. But you're changing other people's minds. All right, you you can't. It's it's just, it basically is whitewashing history. Uh, you're whitewashing it. You're sweeping it right under the rug where no one will ever have to see it, confront it, or ever hear about so it. So whitewashing is has a different context now. But no, I think I'm using it in the same context. You're using it in the right context and like yes. white people whitewashing? Yes. Okay. You're whiting over it. You're, you're Disney-ifying it. Uh, yeah, but we're not we're – not. You're making it go away so that no one ever has to confront it. it okay. I think we should ask the Native Americans what they think. Uh, I don't – think it matters we (laughs) no i'm serious here because it's a larger conversation it doesn't matter what you think (laughs) because well that's all right so here's the problem with that conversation you're speaking about them as if they are a unified group right they're not a unified we could like it's the same it's the same conversation come talk to us about it a representative but you can't get a it's they're not a unified group so you can't say what do the native americans think because they're not one group that's what yeah that's why you can't say you can't say well let's just add what the native americans think because there's like eight billion of them or whatever i know but that's why they're not going to come to a consensus tribal elders and that's why they have people that are are speaking for, for these kind of things and some of them will say we don't like native american depictions in sports and some of them will say we don't care Okay. That's the point I'm making. Fine. Uh, I mean, I have the same issue with, like, Civil War monuments. The fact that they were all built in, like, the 50s and 60s during the civil rights movements? If we wipe them all away, uh-huh. then it will be much more easy for people to say, that wasn't a big thing. When they're out there everywhere, it makes the conversation different. All right. I was in a bad mood when I came in here. All right. <laughs> I didn't expect to be disagreed with. <laughs> Jason, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Jeffrey, you're ignorant slut. <laughs> well, okay. maybe we could do some coke and get over it. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I know we like to talk about um, different animals under the, under the influence of different things on this Yeah, show. we've had drunk raccoons. Drunk and raccoons and moose and... Uh, what else? I don't remember. Uh, well, Deer. The, the, 
Yeah, and then there was the the the, the wad of squirrels. Squirrels weren't under the; they were just under the influence of each other. <laughs> but in uh, in the Thames River in London, um, they are becoming uh, the eels are becoming hyperactive due to high levels of cocaine in the city's wastewater. Yeah, so I guess uh, researchers at King's College in London found that people in London are consistently using coke, like not just on weekends, like every day, <laughs> all the time. And so the concentrations are really high in the wastewater, and it's especially bad when, like, the treatment plants are filling with water due to, like, you know, rain or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like, downpours and it overwhelms the plant, wastewater plants, and carries the sewage into the rivers. And so then all these eels are, like, all coked up. <laughs> right. Coke and caffeine uh, <laughs> are getting into the water, and um, the eels get all hopped up on it uh, 24 hours after the sewer, sewer overflow events. Yeah. And, and uh, I think it's it's <laughs> just ridiculous. It's another yeah. way that we're like affecting the environment yeah. that we don't know. But yeah, we don't need we don't need eels that are you know, hooked to coke. So why is it specifically eels? Why isn't it every other animal or fish or whatever that's living in the? Well, everyone knows that fish are more prone to heroin. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I think. Um, how do the eels like use? Like, How do they, like the, you know, they have like do you think razor blades at the bottom like straws? Is that why they're really getting rid of the straws so that they can't like you know? So the eels can't yeah. snort the yeah, their stuff up through their gills. This is really the best cocaine. I'm totally going to the tins. Well, you know why they use the cocaine? It's really <laughs> it's, electrifying <laughs> for the eels. I thought they were just depressed over Brexit. <laughs> well, they probably are. They fucking can't take it anymore. I didn't. I, I didn't vote for this shit. <laughs> That's what an eel sounds like to me. An eel in the Thames, it does. Elon. <laughs> Hello, I'm Elon Musk, and I'm going to invent the the electric car for eels. He's an electric eel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to so, name it the, uh, the Edison. <laughs> He's less popular. Yeah. So we're not going to spend a ton of time on this story, but I just but thought eels. that was funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. So the Chinese, speaking of eels, they like to eat eels. And yeah, uh, Chinese people. Do they? They do. Okay. And uh, they have developed an app to tell people when they're nearby someone who is in debt. And it's a map of deadbeat debtors. It can be accessed through a social media app called WeChat. And it tells you when you're... When you're in the vicinity of somebody, yeah. so you can look at them like and 500 see. meters. Yeah. Well, I do don't know if you look, look poor. at them. Do they look poor? Oh, yeah. But think about it. They're think... probably in debt. But if they look rich and they're flaunting their riches, then you can report them and they'll come but and But there's like, like 1.4 billion people in China. Like within 500 meters, there's probably like 800 million people near you. Maybe debt isn't as much of a problem in China as it is here. It's not. It's actually a cultural taboo, ah, I guess. You're expected to save. And if you're in debt, it's like, ooh. Ooh. No, that would never work here. No. It'd just be constantly dead. going up. Like, right. Ping, 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 ping. Right. <laughs> You'd have to do class. it the opposite way, like if you find someone who's not in debt. Yeah, right. It's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Here, I got this uh, MasterCard application for you. Here, go apply for this. <laughs> I'm going to get you a loan. Uh, we're going to buy you a house. It's going to be fine. Wait, maybe that's maybe that's why. Maybe the credit card companies already have this app, and so they're using it so they could target. Oh. And that's why they're always at the uh, colleges. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting uh, that the credit card companies and the banks haven't gotten into China and like have tried to change their culture into something that they'll yeah. start borrowing now. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of regulation. They have like some sort of you – know, they don't have that kind of trade. Deal. I'm sure they do. We're going to get credit cards out there. Think of all the things they could buy. Like American Steel. Yeah. Or Trump Steaks. <laughs> On a 25% tariff. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> what did we learn today? Uh, we I learned... think you learned that the Chinese eat eel. Did you really not know this? <laughs> I, I don't know what people eat. I wouldn't eat a coked up eel, though. I, I would not either. I feel like that's going to make you all hyperactive or something. Right. Yeah. So we, we learned that. We learned that. Yeah. Um, well, would you get cocaine from the eel, though? I mean, you can get like, that's the thing with plastic, right? And antibiotics. Yeah. When they're in the... The That's flesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, plastic microparticles. So there's a wonderful um, recipe from eRecipe.com for stir-fried eel with black bean sauce. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. I, I, have you never had it? How do you know it's horrible? Because it has black beans in it. <laughs> and eel. Oh, okay. All right. What if it was eel, eel Musk? 
I made that joke already. Yes, I know. Yeah. I was going back to it. Oh, you were. That's what we learned. There's an Elon <laughs> Musk. Musk who's trying to create a, an electric car out of his yeah. own tail. An e-electric car <laughs> called an Edison. <laughs> Uh, we also learned uh, that uh, Jason and I disagree <laughs> on, <laughs> on murals and monuments and things. Uh, we learned that teachers strike and they win, and that's great, and everyone's happy, except probably some people who don't like teachers' unions, but right. you know, fuck them. And yes. We didn't even talk about charter schools. What's good though, for so. teachers is good for students, and what's good for students is good for America. Speaking Agreed. of things that are not good for America... Uh, there's a MAGA douchebag going around, uh, and God, he's that, that kid and his smile. I just keep seeing the picture. I just, he I looks know. so much different without his hat. Does I he? I saw the NBC no, I don't. interview. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, you look like a dweeby little turd, <laughs> but you don't have the hat. So it's like your face is like 80% less, less punchable. Now. <laughs> right. Like, Who's going to punch a 15 year old though? Really? Oh, I know there's plenty Other of Other 15 year olds? Yeah. Um, and then you know, we also learned that there are a lot of Democratic candidates out there already, and I um, think most of them aren't going to win. Anymore. Probably not. Well, none of them electable. There's <laughs> no electability. They're too old, and they're too like flip floppy, and they're not Bernie Sanders. And he's, I really hope he doesn't run. But who, Bernie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be bad. I don't think he's going to. Run. I would like him to be president, but I don't want him to run. No, I, I, He'd be a great vice president. I think he should just stay in the Senate and mind his own business until yeah. he retires. And speaking of the Senate, uh, it's also uh, shutdown season. So. <laughs> Maybe we'll just we'll just call this shutdown season now. We'll just be shut down the government from like the beginning of December till the end of January, and it'll just be shutdown season, and nobody gets paid, and we all get to go home. It's the worst. And this hour has been an hour and six minutes. All right, so we felt pretty confident in our answers about the or from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so we thought we'd go to the Too Afraid to Ask subreddit and go top of all time and yeah. not read any of the answers. Because we are not too afraid to answer. We're not too afraid. That's right. We're not too afraid to answer. And we'll just answer some questions. You ready? All right. All right. Uh, what is the smell coming from my roommate's room? Uh, sex and candy. Uh, what? Or sorry. When somebody starts talking to my pet, do I role play as the pet or just silently stand there? No. Murder your pet. Aren't some transgender people just enforcing the stereotypes of genders? Did you just assume they're transgender? Uh, can we guess which state you live in? <laughs> That's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> and that does it for us. Good night. <laughs>